recognize that intro that we had it was a little bit different than your regular intro this is a little bit different of a logo and this is a little bit different of a name because it's jim freedom today ladies and gentlemen adam as he explained yesterday on the show he is at the uh, at the veteran uh getting he is a veteran at the vet <laughs> taking his his uh fur babies to get taken care of so he's handling his business today he was gonna do we were gonna postpone for an hour but we thought, hey, we'll just switch it up. We got a good news Friday. Uh, we got a bunch of good good news that I pulled up randomly this morning. So we're going to have fun with that. Uh, so thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm even going to actually put, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to put the StreamYard link in the chat because I just had this idea. Anybody that wants to chat, that's watching the show, that wants to do a call in, you're welcome to just hang out backstage and at some point throughout the show we're gonna we're gonna put you up and uh do random callers and see if anybody wants to say hi and give an opinion on anything we talk about so uh we we got some hi folks good mornings going on thanks for joining us everybody uh hopefully you're part of the telegram channel t.me forward slash adam versus the man that's our public telegram channel where we post all the links uh, there's no links. I'll, I'll save all these links that I have and I'll make sure I get those in there. Adam usually does that before the show, but today's a little bit different. So I'll be getting the links into t.me forward slash Adam versus the man by the end of the day. So anything we talk about today, you can get further into if you want to. Some of the articles are, uh, behind paywalls, but you'll either just have to pay or, uh, one way I get around paywalls. This is, this is a secret information for people that don't know like bloomberg is one of them i'll go ahead and call them out bloomberg.com every time i pull up an article for them i get a block that says you can't read this because you've read too many free ones what i do is refresh the page and then stop it loading like you know there's a refresh button and then there's an x button while the page is loading you can stop it from loading you hit the refresh button then immediately hit the stop button and it loads all the most basic text and everything and it stops it from going any further to where it triggers the the uh, the advertisement, so you can still read the article. So that's that's a little internet trick that I've learned uh, in my days of producing. Kevin Lewis, a big old shout. Kevin Lewis on YouTube, a big old shout out to the Republic of Texas. On the 18th, the governor signed seven laws that come into effect in September. All Second Amendment. I'll bet Washington is pissing their panties. Uh, I suppose. I I, I mean. You'll, you'll see me hesitate to celebrate any new laws because uh, as, as most of us libertarians know, the laws, laws are for poor people. You know, if you're rich and if it's a fine, you can just pay it. it, it what's, I don't know what the new law is, so, so I, I guess I shouldn't just bash it, you know, because some laws can be uh, limitedly beneficial. But as far as the Second Amendment goes, that cracks me up. I was just talking to my brother about this the other day. How, how what second amendment you know what protection i mean yeah some people in this country walk around carrying weapons and they feel like it's their right to do so but it's not that that right can be taken away from them at any moment walk somewhere where you make somebody else uncomfortable or something and watch how quickly the cops come up and disarm your ass and 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 tell them second amendment and see what happens just keep saying second amendment second amendment second amendment and see what happens it doesn't protect you from shit 
it's a privilege that they allow people to think that they have as a right, uh, but they don't. We don't actually have any Second Amendment rights. I mean, look at every person that that is out at the. Uh, I won't say every, but most of the people that are out at the Second Amendment marches, and they're all carrying their their rifles and everything. Every single one of them filled out government permission and paid the government fees and shit to own that weapon so it wasn't like you know they own it because it's their right they went and asked for permission got permission and now they're carrying it around as a privilege not a right you know that, that that's my opinion about it anyways i don't know uh before we get any further into that let's uh let's talk a little bit more about promos and get them knocked out of the way uh we've told you about our patreon adam has Patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. There's one, there's five, there's 10, there's even $50 a month, different levels. You can support the show $10 a month. Let's read it. This tier gets you access to the Patreon only Adam versus the man telegram group. That's the producers club that we mention all the time that people win access to with the contests. Uh, can't wait to find out what the contest. Oh yeah. We know what the contest is today. I helped make it up. Uh, enjoy the personal access to Adam and team 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This will also get you backstage access to the virtual studio where we do live show every day and put you in front line for when we take live calls. Those are all benefits of joining the $10 a month program on Patreon. We're going to be going Patreon heavy. I think you've heard Adam mention that as well. We're going to be getting away from Patreon. I believe we're going to be demonetizing that entirely so that they don't have ads so that we can bring it to you through their platform ad free. And then we're going to be getting all of our revenue from Patreons basically and uh, a few other sources, but we're cutting YouTube out altogether so that they can't make a little bit off of what they, you know, because they're making a killing off of our views and not sharing it with us. Like they're like, they're supposed to be like they're morning Ant, We got Ant backstage. Great uh, supporter of the show. Great to have you backstage. We can, you can call in if you want to here in a little bit. Let me finish getting through some promos. I told you about the Patreon. Uh, Homefront Battle Buddies is another website we're working on. It's a nonprofit organization that Adam has incorporated in the state of Arizona. This thing is beautiful. Our mission, the mission statement of Homefront Battle Buddies is to create a community of veterans helping each other to pursue alternative healing therapies and transition to civilian life through online organizing and in-person retreats. The in-person retreats is the crux. It's the the the, the big uh, the in-person retreats are the biggest part of Homefront Battle Buddies. The online organizing will be uh, secondary, in my opinion, because the retreats are going to be we're going to fly in veterans from across the country. Uh, Homefront Battle Buddies pays for travel to and from. Uh, fully catered, everything's paid for. Your meals are paid for. You don't have to worry about food, lodging. Uh, you'll have your comfortable indoor stick frame building place to sleep, uh, uh, con- uh, climate controlled. It's, it's a beautiful time in the beautiful property of Gardenia that's just been growing like crazy. So you should definitely check that out. There's donate buttons all over the website. And just so you know, all donations for Homefront Battle Buddies are tax deductible. It is an actual 501c3 uh, nonprofit organization. So any donations you give to HBB are tax deductible. And one other disclaimer that I want to disclaim, we are keeping Homefront Battle Buddies for legal purposes separate from Adam vs. Man. So if you're trying to donate to 
to Adam versus the man production specifically, don't donate that through HBB and expect it to be tax deductible for Adam versus man, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Adam should speak more on that. So moving on, definitely just check out homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Uh, it's an excellent website. It's beautiful. We put a lot of time into it. Give it a click, learn more about what we're about and help us share it out so that other people can check it out as well. Uh, Instagram at the Garden of Freedom. That's where you'll find all the pictures and videos of all the cool stuff of life going on up there in Gardenia. Uh, plenty of pictures of the stars, pictures of wild cats getting crazy. <laughs> that should actually be memes. That's a good meme picture right there. He looks pissed or something. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Instagram at the Garden of Freedom. Bunch of great pictures and videos. Uh, so definitely check that out and follow that so you can see all the new stuff coming up. Uh, next, we got the Crypto6.com. We've told you about that every day because we feel like it's that important. The Bitcoin church that was raided up in Keene, New Hampshire. This is the website that will tell you all about it. There's QR codes that you can scan and donate different cryptocurrencies to help these uh, people with their legal funds and help them get out of the situation they're in. Uh, this button right here gives you the address. You can click on that and then scroll down. And right here is the address if you want to write to uh, nobody. Mr. Nobody that's in jail still. Uh, so definitely give him that because everybody sitting in the cage likes to get a letter from random people, letting them know that they're being supported. GoGreenEnergyOnline.com is our website that it's not, excuse me, it's not our website. It's Mr. Nygaard's website that we send people to because it's out, outstanding. It's awesome for do-it-yourselfers that want to learn more about solar, solar power, micro wind power, zero energy homes. Uh, you can go off grid even while living in the city. So if you want to learn more about that and you want to do it yourself, go greenenergyonline.com is the place to do that. Okay, so promos are knocked out of the way. Usually this is when I say enjoy the show, everybody, but I have to keep talking. So <laughs> let's check in with our awesome co-host, Mr. Vallejo. How you doing, sir? Good morning, my friends. You like that little trick there on the screen, huh? Yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting used to this gig. <laughs> you can say something and have it come up in text as you at the same time. You're getting good, Ed. You're getting good, yeah, sir. You like that? You like that? Slick, yeah. Hey, with the high-profile people that I'm trying to book for this show, we need stuff like that. We really do. We need to be as professional as possible. I got some big people, you know, lined up. But if they'll just let me know, get back with me and say, yes, I'll be there on such and such a date, man. I'll have, I got all these people lined up. I've got half a dozen that said, yeah, I'll be on the show, but they haven't given me a date. You know, that's, that's tough. It's yeah. really tough, but I'm going to do it. I want Carrie Lake. Oh, I want Carrie Lake so bad. Nice. Oh. Nice. You know, I think, I believe, I do believe that I will soon, this is a little bit of teaser for anybody watching. I don't know how many people know them or follow them or watch them, but I do believe very soon I will be able to be connecting James Freeman onto the show. Ooh, yeah. 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 He, he came into town recently and I had, I had met up with him to do a little bit of cop watching with him and talk to him, swap numbers and stuff. So. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be cool. I think I'm going to be able to get him on. I'm excited about All right, that. Well, you connect him with me. I'll give him everything needs, you know, We'll do it. Yeah, 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 we'll definitely. So today for the contest, uh, you're you going to be beard power. <laughs> beard power. 
So do you want you want to do the meme contest or do you want to do no, no, uh, you no, got no, anything no. else you, going on? You you got it. You I I I pulled it over to you and you pulled up the a beautiful picture. Please, people, the best caption for his picture wins entrance into the producers club. Boom! There's the picture. That's Falcor. That's my baby boy. He was a little bit younger there. Uh, but he's still, I can show you some other pictures of him here too. This was when he was a little baby. You can meme any of these pictures. Let's make it easy on you. Some of them are uh, a little more artistic. Uh, you can meme any of these pictures. I thought about, there was one here. That's the one uh, that I show people to show that that's why he's named Falcor. Because he looks like Falcor right there when he's like flying through the air. You know, what I mean? that's Falcor shot. But anyways, this is the main shot right here. Meme this picture or caption it. Uh, give it. Give us something on that one. Yeah, and make it feel good Friday, people. Make it. Oh, hush, buddy. My bird yeah. in the background is screaming. The bird's got an opinion about that picture. <laughs> yeah, he says, no, picture of me, not a dog. Picture of a bird. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry, maybe next week, bird. Yeah. <laughs> What's your bird's name? Buddy. Uh, we had Buddy for almost... Oh, hush. We had Buddy for almost 30 years, and then Buddy laid an egg, and we found out Buddy was Budina or whatever. It's like, yeah, right now I got a bird that's transgender. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh -huh. Crazy. Okay. Crazy see. times we live in, you know? For sure. Look at Hair of the Dog here says something. I can help with comments today because I'm not so heavily uh, listening to Adam and waiting on his cues. I got my own cues going on. Right. Uh, Hair of the dog on YouTube says, if anyone says Second Amendment repeatedly without a gun, people might treat you as if you do and call the cops knowing this world today. That's true. That's a, that's how that's how ineffective your Second Amendment is as protection. It's actually well, it actually it actually puts you out there more like as as somebody to be attacked. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. I don't know. Well, I was putting it to Adam yesterday. I felt like it, it, the his friend John, God rest his soul, that that shot a perpetrator and then was mistaken as a perpetrator and was shot and killed by police. Okay, that feels like another attempt to get those righteous constitutional carry people that you know are out there and ready to protect any innocent person around them against unlawful or improper intrusion. Yeah. Let's say. You know, if I'm if I'm sitting at the table in Olive Garden and, you know, somebody gets attacked and is being stabbed at the table next to me, I'm going to pull my firearm out and stop this if possible. Right. You right. know, yeah, maybe this is things like this is an attempt to stop people like me from stepping forward and protecting the innocent so that. You know, people will cry for authority, cry for yeah. police to come and help and save them. No, no, that's that's not what this is all about. You know, an armed society is a polite society because right. when everybody has the the backup for what is right, then people do wrong less around those people. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely. A, a crazy issue in that like I, I i i you know me i'm i'm like a super hippie you know what i mean i would love to believe in a world where 
guns didn't exist and we all coexisted. You know what I mean? That would be, you know, utopian or whatever. But in reality, in reality, I mean, just think about it logically. If, if it was common knowledge and everyone knew that every single person on the planet had a firearm on their side and knew how to use it, nobody would cross anybody. Well, you know what I mean? Like what you, you couldn't, you couldn't get away with crossing anybody anymore. You'd, you'd go to try to rob this person, but know that every single other bystander is there to defend that person. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. Before People are, they have us trained to think that, oh, if everybody had a gun, then all the angry people would just be having wars with each other. You know, people have gunfights now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a thing. If, if everybody had weapons, I think that they would become like people, I don't know, they'd become uh, recreational even, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't feel like before stop fucking around. Before firearms were invented, the sword was the firearm. And if you had a sword, you could defend yourself, you could defend the innocent, you could do many, many things. You know, and the poor didn't have swords quite often. So, and then they made it, they, they, they somehow turned it into a positive spin with the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> because now the pen wrote all these laws and shit that have been fucking us over everything. So the pen, yeah, I guess it is mightier than the sword because it screwed us over a lot more than if we just all had swords, you know? <laughs> so the pen is more dangerous than the sword. <laughs> Philip sticking out there with the with the wizard theme, and I tend to agree with him. You know, I feel very wizardish, not just because of the beard, because of the way I live, the way I think, and that I have I have more history learning than common person, you know, younger person today, because I'm a product of the great generation and before me they were all a certain way right it was all traditional and proper let's say and then it got to a point where things technologically advanced to where people couldn't raise their kids anymore they both had to work and they allowed television and the government indoctrination systems to raise their children. And those places didn't teach them all of the history I was taught. I mean, I was taught in the classics and beyond. and go all the way back to the Sumerians and the land of Shinar. I mean, I can tell you the first people, what they wrote down that, that lasted in the story that they said, how we got here. I could talk for hours on these things, you know, but I try and ask the common person on the street, what do you know about the first people who ever wrote anything down in the story of what they said, how we got here, you know, they'll say, oh, those are myths, even if they know about them, but right. they generally don't. So if you don't know what's behind you, you really can't see what's coming ahead of you. And it makes it very scary because, you know, the, the devil, you know, is better than the devil. You don't know. So they say. Word. Okay. Oh, look, I haven't done this yet. Let me, uh, Oh, no. That's just a little interlude. My bowl is actually clogged right now. 
Okay, Ed, you're Gandalf and Jim is Merlin. I uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, okay, since it's theoretical and hypothetical and all that stuff, I'll go with it. But I do like Gandalf. I don't know. I, I Just because of the movies, I know more about Gandalf than Merlin, so what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> but yeah, Gandalf yeah. is my favorite. My One of my favorite lines from Gandalf is, uh, a wizard is never late, nor is he early. A wizard arrives precisely when he means to <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines from him anyways uh, read a lot of bob merlin when i was younger oh yes oh I, yeah I, oh, right on i read some grimoires let's say and uh i i still practice many of the druidic triads today you know i won't disturb an animal that is lying down you know it is a sign of cruelty and I'm not a cruel person. So that's just me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was looking, I was just looking through the comments here. I don't see any uh attempts at a uh at a meme at a caption for that picture yet. So I'm gonna pull it up one more time for people to be fresh in their minds. The contest today is to put a caption on the picture of my dog Falcor right here. It's an awesome, beautiful picture for a good good feeling friday so take that picture rattle it around in your mind and see what it speaks to you and uh caption that because that's a beautiful picture and i want it to be captioned i want to make a meme out of it and post it all over my social shit so all right let me uh let me go ahead and i'm gonna drop you down here and go through some some links here and uh see what we got going on let's talk let's talk some shit first of all okay uh i don't know if you knew this but jim freedom he has a YouTube channel. He's live right now, actually, on uh, this, chewing this show. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was from my own YouTube channel, Mr. 160 Subscribers, Big Pimpin'. You know how we roll around here. Uh, this video right here is one I took recently, and I want to discuss just a few things about the first few minutes of it. So let me make sure. Okay, yeah, it's full screen. It pulled up. So here we go. This is the beginning. So real quick, uh, what was going on in this picture, this officer right here, I was at the checkout. Let me, I can full screen myself while I tell this part. Uh, I was at the checkout of Walmart and I saw uh, this black guy talking to an officer by the, the, the tall things, the security things that beep if he stole something or whatever, right by the exit. And I'm over here self-checking out. I'm just finishing up self-checking out. And I heard somebody say, uh, I thought I heard somebody say, no, he's the one that called him. Like I thought this guy was talking to the cops and he's the one that called him for some reason. So I didn't think nothing of it. Didn't have my camera out at no point. Uh, but then I'm done and I'm, I'm just starting to walk towards them. And I see this cop start violently pushing this guy towards the exit. He goes, okay, that's it like that. And he's just grabbing. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? I guess he's not the guy. And I pull out my phone and I'm like, pushing my cart through a bunch of people because there was a bunch of people there. You can see the uh, crowd was, I mean, there was enough people there with baskets that were like, what the hell? So I get my phone out and uh, end up getting it by this point, right as the last shove. He's about to give him his last shove out the door. And then I walk out. And within the first uh, couple minutes or so is the important points I want to make about the video. So let's just watch and listen. Oh, I got the volume off. <laughs> And I do our kid, and I said, 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 I said
So that so first of all, real quick, uh, I as I was inside, mind you, I was a little bit barely farther away from them than I am right now when I was at the checkout line distance wise. And he was saying um, he was saying uh, they were talking and they weren't talking that loud. He wasn't screaming because I couldn't hear what they were saying. You know what I mean? I'm standing there in the checkout line. I can't even hear what the guy's saying to the cops. So he's not screaming. And that's my opinion as a bystander witnessing or whatever. He wasn't screaming or getting crazy because I couldn't even hear what they were saying. But then all of a sudden he started getting pushed out. And when he got pushed out, he said, you were talking too loud. And I told you, if you didn't calm down, we were going to have to go outside, which unfortunately I'm sure the cop is well within his legally permitted excuses to be able to do such. But the guy's obviously arguing with it. And then uh, here we go. Let's move on. That's not assault. Their job is to shut them up. 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 Is, is what an officer tells a black man. You're not, I mean, the balls of this guy, are you fucking serious? Like the guy immediately responds, you can't tell me how I feel. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you, you gotta be kidding me. But anyways, this cop, you're moving on. You're too loud. You can't make sense of this. So that's why I told you to get out. But you didn't tell me to get out. I need you to add all of those adjectives that just occurred. You pushed me out. So right here is the other part. This is the other, this is the other part I want to uh, talk about this video. This Walmart employee right here comes out and tells this black guy over there in the bandana, you can see he's holding his phone and he was recording just like I obviously am. That's how you're watching this video. I'm standing right there. You can see the Walmart employee looking right at me and he's telling this family you need to stop recording. This is literally what he's telling them right now. They were recording this, this other guy being talked to by the cops. He said, you need to stop recording or I'm going to have you trespass. He's threatening these people with that cop, that same cop that's right there while I'm standing here recording. And then watch what happens to me. He's looking right at me right there. I'm sitting here recording the cop. Let's see what happens to me. He's got him threatened. He walks away. What happens? Goes right back in the store. Goes right back in the store. They're all in it together. How obvious is it? I should have full screened that. I'm going to back it up again just so you can see that. But I mean, this it's, it's blew my mind. I'm literally, when you're holding the phone landscape mode and you're standing in front of a Walmart entrance, pretty fucking obvious what you're doing. And I'm standing there recording. And I even, I was recording them. And he said specifically because he was recording that cop, he had to leave. If he didn't stop recording and I literally, that's why I put the camera back on the cop. Like, look at me, I'm recording this situation, the same exact situation. You just told him to stop recording. I'm recording it. And I went back to the Walmart guy and he walks inside somebody, you know, I dare somebody to explain that to me. I dare somebody to explain that as not hinting at some form of racism deeply ingrained in the system, in the world we live in. Cause that's just, I mean, I don't know. But let's keep watching and see what happens. Together, man. 
You know what I mean? The corporations and the cops, they're in this bullshit together. It's bullshit. You pull out a camera, they're fucking scared of shit. Go ahead. I'm not interrupting with you. I'm talking to them. I'm talking to them. You know the difference between our cameras? I won't redact my shit. I have control over my camera. You'll take six months and then give me what you want me to see. Tell me yeah. bullshit. I got a camera on. Kiss my ass that shit. You see, you see the cop stop talking to me right away. You see the cop was... The cop said, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not going to argue with this guy. He obviously uh, knows something about what he's talking about. Because <laughs> I was like, because that was what he said. He said, I'm wearing a camera too. Looked right at me. Obviously, what I said about the corporations, the cop working together, struck a nerve with him because that's when he started looking directly at me. As I'm not talking to you. I'm not bothering interfering with your shit. I'm talking to them. He said, I'm talking to you. Mm, so you're wearing a camera too. Kiss my ass with that crap. So anyways, the rest of the video, I mean, we can watch some of it just to see the interactions. Another officer shows up, uh, a female officer. She, I think, uh, I don't know about de-escalating, but she just kind of plays the role, goes through the motions, telling them, you know, well, yeah, you had, the Walmart had, tells you to leave. We have to make you leave. And the only thing else I'll say about this, not to, you know, give myself any any kudos or anything whatever but i personally i believe that it went a lot better because i was standing there with a the camera i stayed there the whole time uh i stayed there the whole time all the way up until uh they ended up leaving until this guy ends up walking away safely and the rest of his family and i waited and watched this officer walk back into the walmart after sitting there standing and talking to his uh wannabe girlfriend for a while i recorded him all the way till he walked into the store and the other guys were gone and the situation was completely diffused that's when i stopped recording so and i think i like to think that because of my persistence to stay there and and keep recording and not uh and just get ignored by the walmart guy luckily he didn't tell me to because to be perfectly honest with you i'm i'm a big coward and had that Walmart employee right in front of that cop told me you need to stop recording or I'm going to have this cop trespass you. I would have because I'm, I'm a big coward and I was on private property and I wouldn't have wanted to, uh, you know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't prepared at that time to go to jail. I had to go get my dog, et cetera. You know, uh, it's simple, Jim, a freak wormhole opened up in a space time continuum between you and the Walmart employee. So he couldn't clearly see you. I, I mean, Hey, you know, I guess that's possible. There, there. I don't know. It was interesting. He, he, he felt like he was looking right at me. I could even pull it back up. I already closed the video out, but there was one point where I even froze the camera. He was looking dead at me, like looking into my camera, and and was like, "Yeah, you know, this guy. He, I don't want to mess with a guy with a beard like that. You know, you might, you might pop off and and free everybody in this motherfucker." Hair of the dog, they're saying to stop recording because they're afraid of being embarrassed uh, or they're still reported to corporate office or work at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, I know I know that's exactly their, their reasoning. I get that they don't want viral videos of some crazy shit at their location. That, that, that sort of makes sense to me or whatever, but I don't know. Uh, one thing, one last thing I'll say about this particular situation too that I thought was good was even after everything uh, the cop never ever even ended up getting that guy's um, information. He didn't get his information to 
officially trespass him or whatever because it was still this, this is an educational for anybody that doesn't know how trespassing works okay uh I, you go to qt they can't just if if the, if the qt guy doesn't like what you're doing and he's pissed and he says you're out of here and there happens to be a cop right there and he says you're trespassed you can never come here again that in itself does not give the officer the right to get your information and put you on a trespass thing the trespass law is when you are told to leave if you refuse to leave that's when you are a, a committing trespassing so if you're standing there the qt guy says fuck you you're trespassed you can never step foot on my property again and you say fuck you i can do what i want then yes that cop now says you've refused to leave now you're uh, uh trespassing etc cetera, etc cetera. but if the qt guy says you're trespassing you can never stay here again you can turn around you start walking there's no law about the speed of which you walk out that store you can turn around you can use your first amendment right to uh freedom of speech and vocalize your opinion on the way out but as long as you are leaving the property that cop can't actually arrest you or legally get your information because you're still complying with the law by being in the process of leaving once you were asked to leave that's the trespass just so people know so people are clear on that because cops like to like you to think no the qt guy said you're trespassed so i they they play it like once the store says you're trespassed from a property the cop has to get your information to document that so that if you come back you can be arrested that's not true it, it, you have to trespass first before they can get your information which means refusing to leave so uh yeah photography is not a crime that's a true statement and an excellent uh uh web news aggregator i believe honor your oath works uh with or for pinac he says it all the time p-i-n-a-c uh that's photography is not a crime neither is skateboarding uh skateboarding reminds me of uh uh nate skates that's one of the youtube channels that was here recently there was a bunch of big youtube channels uh cop watchers and ottoman auditors in town recently san joaquin uh valley transparency uh, Eminem Mares, what's up in the house? Going to jail would wouldn't have helped anyone on scene except the cops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the words there. Yeah, definitely, you're right. In that situation, it wouldn't have, especially being on private property. Had we been on a sidewalk, obviously, I wouldn't have been going anywhere, and I'd have been talking a whole lot more shit. But I feel like I talked just exactly enough shit to to get my point across. <laughs> uh philip anderson i didn't see this one what did he say oh my god jimmy need to hang out with me i can break you of being a coward <laughs> uh first prison sets on me <laughs> it'd be like uh like that movie uh get hard with uh uh i don't remember the actor's names but the dude that trains them to go to prison or whatever that's funny damn it ed i'm a photographer not an ex-gamer <laughs> you guys are having fun in the comments so so yeah that was my video uh i can go ahead and close that out because we covered that uh in excess so that was great um let's see let's see what other stories we got going on here today bloomberg as i told you remember i told you bloomberg won't let me read their things unless i do the refresh stop trick that's up at the top of the page virgin galactic cleared by faa to fly customers into space that is, I thought was interesting 
uh, news. Definitely worth looking into. Let's read a little bit more. Virgin Galactic Holdings received regulatory approval to fly customers into space, moving the budding industry founded by billionaires one step closer to reality. Upgraded the company's existing license to cover customer flights. Virgin Galactic said Friday in a statement saying the approval was first of its kind. The company also confirmed that on May 22nd, test flight performed well against objectives. I'm, I was trying to scroll to see if we could find where they, when they think that would happen. Uh, but that's definitely interesting just on its face. I mean, they're getting approval by the government to fly people into space. Maybe, uh, maybe that's because they uh, they plan on sending people out into space and then refusing to let them back in. That's how they're going to depopulate. They're going to get all these private companies to send everybody into space and then not let them return. Fucked <laughs> up. Uh, Ant's got a different device in the same lag. That's horrible. Sorry to hear that, Ant. Uh, I was trying to scroll through and read this i don't see anything about when they think that they might make their first trip uh the suborbital rocket powered craft is carried from takeoff by a larger craft called vms eve then released in the may flight it achieved a speed of mach 3 and reached space altitude of 55.5 miles company said it would continue prepping for three remaining test flights so they probably don't even have a uh, uh, a scheduled expectation of when they uh, when they are going to do that. But here's one that has uh, an expectation. This is another good news Friday that I thought was cool. Some random stuff I came across. This is from uh, hold on, I got to give credit. Interestingengineering.com. Dreams come true. First ever luxury space hotel nears launch. That's interesting, huh? I've never heard anything about this. I didn't even know it was a thing. The first prototype for an orbital hotel with artificial gravity may launch as soon as 2023. As you know, that's not very far away. 2023, could you imagine? Like, I would imagine it'd be big enough that you could get, like, a badass telescope and see the thing and see, like, in, in, in decent detail. Uh, I wouldn't imagine it's going to be floating that high. Let, let's read a little bit more about it and see what it says. This is what this is obviously a computer-generated simulation of what it would look like. Illustration of the Voyager Hotel. I knew that wasn't real. It's always an illustration. It's never a... Actual picture. The Orbital Assembly Corporation, a space construction firm run by NASA veterans, announced in a press statement today, June 24th, that it has successfully demonstrated its technology for developing the world's first space hotel. The company carried out the demonstration during the official opening of its Fontana, California facility, which will serve as its main headquarters that aims to make luxury space hotels a reality before 2030. What did the... The first prototype for an orbital hotel with artificial gravity may launch as soon as 2023. Okay, I read that all wrong. So they're going to have a prototype on the ground in 2023 that people can check out. Uh, this is on their, it looks like their Twitter, Orbital Assembly Corporation successfully demonstrated technology to build the world's first space hotel. 
Okay. All right. See, this is what happens when you uh, pull up articles and read the titles and think, oh, that's going to be cool to cover, but you don't get into more details. You learn stuff as you read and you guys are learning with me. So that's awesome. But that is still interesting. I think I didn't even know that that was a thing. And now I do. So uh, hopefully as that gets into the reality, they're going to be like, surprise, the moon's really a hotel. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. And you can, and people have been staying there for a while. Uh, all the rich people, that's where all the, that's where, that's where Tupac is. Tupac's on the moon. <clears throat> that's funny. Uh, oh, we got, uh, Mr. Nygaard is going to still be joining us today. I just seen in the backstage. So that's good. That's cool. That'll be fun. We can talk, uh, talk all about whatever we want to talk about. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Here's an article I thought. Uh, is good news, I suppose. I'm sure there's some government angle that's uh, not as good that Adam would be able to point out. But I found that Lego is finally making its iconic bricks from recycled plastic. And my first thought was, how has that not been a thing already? <laughs> like, as much plastic as they make and go through, uh, they weren't, uh, that wasn't already a thing. But apparently, let's see. Oh, and they're not even doing it now. It says Lego is finally on its way to making its uh, iconic toy bricks more sustainable. The toy maker unveiled this week a prototype brick made entirely of recycled plastic, but it's not yet available in stores. You know what? I just had a thought, um, and obviously I'm an idiot, so I don't know if this is actually would work, but I've heard that anything you can do with plastic, you can do with hemp, so... Shouldn't we be making Legos out of hemp so that, you know, they aren't plastic? We should, From what I understand, we should be getting away from plastic altogether as much as we humanly possibly could because of the, the it doesn't uh, degrade, you know. It doesn't, it's not, that's what, what people mean when they say it's not sustainable because it builds up and it takes so many tens of thousands of years to decompose that it will pile up faster than it will decompose. That's the meaning of the not being sustainable. So they're making it out of recycled plastic. All that does is move the goalposts a little bit further from when we fill up everything with plastic. You know, why aren't we uh, getting rid of all that and going to hemp for everything? I'll give you one guess. And it begins with a G and ends with a T. Government! obviously oh I'll get well technically to be more specific i would i would argue that it's the federal government i think that i think to be clear my official opinion is that the federal government is our enemy it's the enemy of freedom it's the enemy of all of our rights it's the enemy of happiness it's the enemy of everything that you love and it's the cause and the very base bottom root of every problem that you face in the world personal and otherwise so, okay. All right. Let's take a break from the news articles and uh, Ant is backstream here. I think he uh, is really ready to say hi. You ready to tag me a thumbs up, Ant? I'm pulling you up right now. Boom. What's up, brother? How you doing? Can you hear me? Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> I can't even tell if I'm on. I'm getting a little lag. Oh, boy. Um okay. You're on, and we can hear you. Anyways, perfect. At least you can hear me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. My internet today is not cooperating very well with me. I am, uh, I am running gate duty here at work and uh, trying to make sure that uh, the police officers do not harass our uh, our drivers 
headed out. So I'm doing basically inspections on all their equipment. That way the police officers find them and they can't give them tickets. So so you're pre pre inspecting the guys before they drive out into the wild where the road pirates are. That is correct. Very good. Very good. That's good so, service. Of so you. I'm being a I'm being a yard police. So the real police can't harass us. I thought you were uh, when you said you were uh, stopping the cops from harassing your drivers. I thought you were standing out there waiting on them to get pulled over. And then you were driving up and recording them and talking shit. <laughs> Oh man, that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Mike Freeman says job, you need a beard. I'm not allowed to have one at work. I have to be uh, clean shaven so what? I can be fit tested in case I have to wear a respirator. Uh, you know, we, we deal with a lot of uh, hydrogen sulfide gas. If I have to go under supplied air, they say that uh, facial hair will interfere with the seal of your respirator and that you could die. So See, that's my problem, motherfucker. <laughs> or they should let you, they should let you get a beard, but then just shave it where the seal goes. <laughs> Some people try that for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny. That's funny. That would yeah. Be funny. But but yeah. So anyways, I figured I come on, say hello, see what's going on. Um, hopefully, you know, we get a good show. And is, is Adam going to join us later on still, or is that the plan? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think not. I think he's, uh, I think he filled his day up with, uh, shit that he's got going on. So I got you. I wouldn't count yeah. on it. Death from beard. Damn. Yeah. That would be, that would be harsh, man. If you worked at a place and had to, I guess, I don't know. That's, I wonder how good of a seal. Uh, don't like, like, uh, like, Boog boys and shit. Some of those guys got beards and they use gas masks, right? Does it seal properly, or do you think they? <laughs> you think they just? I, I don't know. Like, my my whole question is, you know, we have a SCBAs is what we call them, and it's very similar to the SCUBAs, the scubas. But scuba divers have beards, and it doesn't. They don't drown, but yeah, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So interesting. This is what they tell us. Oh, you have to have special training to do this. I have to have special licensing and certificates, and they're done annually. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things that I'm actually stopping our drivers for is to make sure that all of their medical cards are up to date and all of their uh, hydrogen sulfide awareness cards are up to date, their land safe cards, uh, a lot of different terms and forms that basically anybody in the oil field has to use. And it's it's not just our company. It's all oil field companies. It's a, it's a standard that's been set forth. Yeah, yeah. Handed down by the powers that be. Steve Vincent W. points out, uh, if you have a beard, you're... Oh, my bad. Hold on. Let me read this one real quick at first. Yeah. If you have a beard, you're supposed to use Vaseline on the edges to seal the edges of the respirator muzzle mask. Does that make sense? Is that work? Is that, that. that a real thing? I hadn't either. I'm learning. I don't know. I've yet. never heard of that before. I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. I just, I've never heard of that. Right. Hmm. So, okay. Rela, uh, Rylon T on YouTube says, any words on the uh, Othel Wallace situation? How, how fast partial information came out? Body cam in hours and not months. National silence. And the always present race theory convert conversation. Uh, I don't know that situation. Do you know anything about that? I, 
I actually do not know anything about the Ortho Wallace. Looks like I got some more homework Ortho to do. Wallace. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, partial information came out, body cam in hours and not months. Yeah, that's always suspect. Like I pointed out in the video, I said, you know, when, when the cops do something wrong that they don't want you to know about, it takes months and months and months if the body cam ever comes out. And if, so if it's something that they can use. Fire. What's that? So heaven is cooler than fire on YouTube asked if Adam is getting that tattoo today. So I don't know. We'll have to ask yeah. him. I know that he had the uh, getting the kittens fixed. So yeah, he's not getting yeah, the kittens fixed. If people are, let me go ahead and throw that up there. Cause if people are keen on that paypal.me forward slash Adam Kokesh, that's the uh, PayPal link you can send money to. He's got a thing going on on his Twitter right now. If he can get so much money donated to that, then he's going to go get that, that whacked tattoo from uh, that we talked about yesterday. That's a crazy situation. What do you think about that with, uh, with, uh, um, with McAfee and everything with McAfee. Yeah. McAfee. Yeah. That's, that is a fucked up situation. I mean, I was, I was watching, um, the queer and anarchy show, uh, the other day kind of listening to them a little bit on that also yeah, and on. you know the that whole situation to me is just like he, he says hey I'm, I'm not gonna epstein myself and yet there he goes and it's apparently he's that he made it so fucking apparent that hey i'm not that guy i'm not gonna do this if this happens to me you know something's fucked right. and then he he kills himself after yeah, saying that happen. like no there's no fucking it's way. crazy do you think that do you think that the the powers that be are just that brazen? They're just that bold that they don't give a shit that he gave those warnings or do you think that they literally overlooked like they didn't even notice that he actually gave those warnings? What do you think? Well, think you know, I, they have so much power. All, all of these federal governments have so much power that and there's no real true checks and balances to a lot of them. Um, I mean, we say that we have them, but, but, um, but, but we really don't. Now I'm waving some of my guys by because I'm supposed to be gotten a check in them, but that's as a friend of mine, he's fine. <laughs> oh, you better get but, out um, of here. Don't let him get pulled over. If he gets, if that one guy that's a friend of yours gets pulled over and you didn't check him, no, that's so that's one of that's that's one of. <laughs> so there's multiple different departments that I'm handling. Uh, I'm, I've been pulled out out of my. Actually, my department. I know that truck that he's in. I know that truck's good. I know that driver. Um, so I don't have to check his stuff. I already know everything on it's good. He just he was being an asshole because he knows that I know it's good. And he, so he was trying to get me to trying to bait me basically. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but no, um, that they have so much power in the government. Oh, okay. They have so much power that they cut him off. <laughs> they just got rid of him. Okay, let's go ahead and check in with our co-host again. We're almost at the top of the hour, so let's check in and see what we got. Um, fill our stream with some fun comments here. Uh, Ant's coming back. That was funny, huh? He got cut off. They have so much power. Bloop. <laughs> they have so much power. Bloop. And put, he's trying to reconnect. Put, there he is. Put Falcor's picture back up. Oh, okay. We got uh, we got a contest uh, entry. No, oh, we don't oh. have one, what? not one, because they what? can't see Falcor's picture. Okay, they see it now. It's up, right? Yeah. I got it up. 
Today's contest is caption this photo. I well, I said you could caption this one or this one because this one looks like oh. it could. It, he has like an expression. I don't know, like a like a super <laughs> innocent. It's ridiculously cute. You know, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, either one of those that you wish, caption caption away. Give me something good so I can make a meme out of it. And uh, yeah. I and saw that dog yesterday and he was just so happy to see me and he just jumped up and was licking me and everything. It was just great. Oh, he get, man. He gets so excited when people come over that he whines. <laughs> like that. It's so funny. There's, there's no greater feeling than yeah. to have someone or something be excited to see you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, low, it, you know. It, it kills me. It just tear, it melts my heart to pieces. <laughs> yeah, he's a lover, that's for sure. Did you have a, Did you have something you want to finish saying, Ant? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why I'm getting so much lag, but um, but but yeah, no, they they got so much power that there's very little that we can do except for stand up to these governments and to expose them. But even that, I almost sometimes feel like it's a down downhill battle or uphill battle, I should say, you know, for us trying to, to make real change when we have so very few true activists that are willing to do what's needed to be done, like McAfee. I mean, I mean, truly men like him, you know, that have the money, that have the power that uh, could make a difference. You see what happens to him. I mean, it's, they they're eliminated it's to me it's just like social media you get a... <laughs> he has a horrible connection to him it's just like social media goodbye <clears throat> he's right though to his point that's you know all we can do is stand up and yeah they have excessive amount of power the only thing i would say to him right there is to to be optimistic because i believe that the number of activists willing to take the next step is growing exponentially the number of human beings that are reaching the point where they're like son of a bitch that's it i'm gonna start going online and talking about it or people that would never get political are starting to get political you know what i mean people are starting to give a shit and the cognitive dissonance that has plagued our society for so long is it's it's layering away it's eroding you know what i mean it's dissipating i think and and i think it's exponential the more of us that get, get there there's more and more and once it reach a critical mass of people once we reach enough of us activists i know it always feels like there's not enough and there's never going to be enough and they're the, the the government's so big and their power so big but it's only it's just we're just we're almost there i think philip anderson is spot on he says i think they're running an operation to see how complicit people are all the evidence is out as to who killed mcafee i'm not sure about that but he says i think they are testing now to see if any true pools of resistance lay ahead within the mcafee sphere as well as the public and that's that's a very spot on observation from our comment i mean these people are are smart. They really are. I, I, I have to give it to our commenters that come back day after day. I mean, 
DBW and 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 you know healthy disrespect for authority and I mean these these are are true Americans that know what's going on they have their finger on the pulse of of society and and they're with it you know but what does it take for people to leave the digital sphere and step outside their door and spray paint what they said online on a physical sign and hang it on a fence, you know, hang it on a fence for other people to read because, you know, only so many people see it here. The bigger the audience and the bigger the, the show reach, the more people that see it and it's viewed later on and repeats more people see it there. But I mean, I've, I've painted libertarian banners and taken them in the middle of the night and crawled up onto an overpass in St. Louis and put it on a chain link that was on a railroad overpass with cars swooping through there. And it was there for four days. And I know there were millions of people that saw what I put on that sign. That's an impact, people. That's an impact, you know. The more blatant they are in doing wrong, the more righteous people see that they're blatantly doing wrong and it gets them incensed to where they will step up and go outside and do something, you know. That's mm -hmm. what you're talking about, you yeah. know. More people are becoming awake because they're more blatant about what they're doing. That's true. Oh, we got a uh, contest entry. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, yes, it's true. Oh, no. It's I saw this accurate one. accurate description, but yeah, <laughs> beard smell just like I. <laughs> 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 Let me see if that works here. Hold on. Beard smell just like I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the cute uh, one. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. We'll get some other ones. Ant's internet isn't wanting to work. Yeah. Hey, Ant, we understand, man. Don't worry. He, yeah, drawings on them can work. I drew a spiral on a building and it's still up 10 years later. Go back to that spiral and write some words on it for people to read, right? Taxation is theft and stuff. Or you know, the, freedom. They have, a, they have a, 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 here in town, they have a place called Tempe Marketplace. I'm sure you've been there or seen it or whatever, outdoor mall. Sure uh i went there yesterday had to do some uh something and had falcor and we were walking around the whole place and they have this big wall there that's like a huge chalkboard and they have a bunch of lines on it and a bunch of chalk and people just write whatever they want on there you know and it's fun number one to go on there and uh just read the random random shit that people put on there but i always go on there i usually write taxationist theft and all you know i'll usually write a couple different token phrases just so that people can see it on a board like, oh they're reading through random shit boom oh yeah wow that's that's even you know the idea that taxation is theft is is reaching this far you know what i mean it must be gaining traction it must be something to it you know just planting seeds you know what i mean and i don't know i like it we got another caller backstage uh matt, matt baxley yeah boom. Matt. what's going on brother how you doing doing well fellas how are y'all Knocking it out of the park, man. Just uh, just having a good good news Friday day. I thought y'all needed some more beard, so I figured I'd jump on for a few. Yeah, there you go. And that's why that's why Ant can't get no reception, man. He ain't got the extra hey. antennas. You know? <laughs> antennas. 
So I, I just wanted to talk about uh, something going on here in town. You guys probably saw it in the producers club. I thought the viewers might like to hear about that because it hadn't made local news or nationwide news yet. But uh, there's a situation a couple of days ago where a couple of guys got uh, pulled over for making an illegal turn. And then they brought a drug dog out, found some weed and some crack and a gun. And as it turns out, Department of Homeland Security was conducting surveillance on these people. And now, why is Department of Homeland Security worried about low-level drug dealers? Whoops. Sorry, I didn't mean to put that up. No, that's cool. I'm trying to share the article that you're talking about when uh, that you shared in the Producers Club. You're right, though. Oh, what, yeah. the hell, what the hell's the... Uh... Yeah, like, like I, I looked into it a little bit, and... Um, they have a $49.8 billion, billion with a B dollar budget. And if you look at the description of the things that they're supposed to do, nowhere on there does it say anything about low-level drug dealers. You know, if, if you're chasing after cartels crossing the border, okay, Homeland Security issue. If you got a bunch of people storming the Capitol, okay, Homeland Security issue. But you can't stop either of those, but you're going to bust a guy for making an illegal turn and find some petty drugs on him. And then they beat the shit oh, out of them, like yeah, right here. It. Yeah, there's like four of them, and they're throwing bows on them. And then they say they're striking some nerve in his leg to subdue him, which doesn't work. Like, they're you're telling me the cops are trained to give people like Charlie horses to get them to quit resisting <laughs> arrest? Is, is that what's uh? Watch the guy in the hat right here starts swinging on him. Yeah, yeah, you're you're telling me that guy's. Look at where he's positioned. He's nowhere near a guy's legs. He's right. pushing in the head. Right. So they've been protesting in town, and nothing nothing really has gotten fucked up yet. Um, but with the Chauvin verdict coming out today, or the sentencing for, for Chauvin from the whole George Floyd situation, things might get pretty spicy around here this weekend. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I have that, I think, in my list here somewhere. I don't know where it's at in the list, but I have that Chauvin. I mean, he's not obviously sentenced yet, so it's just a... Uh, 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 an article pointing out that he's getting sentenced today. I don't know. Do you know what time yeah. that's happening? Like what actual time? I do not. I do not know what time the sentencing is. Yeah. I mean, according to the article I had pulled up, it sounds like the judge that's doing the sentencing is going to give him some time. Like, yeah, a, a lot of the, the people who I kind of, I guess, respect um, are saying that what they see as like statistical averages would be about 10 years. Right. But I think if they give them 10 years, that's not going to be good enough. For most. I mean, hell, they could give them a hundred years and it wouldn't be good enough for a lot of people. You know? So yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be good enough for a lot of people because a lot of people know that it's all just uh it's all just a carrot on a stick. It's all just, what do you call yeah. it? Show, you know, they're using right, this right. show. They're going to be, if they punish this one, it's so that they can make the, default excuse that no look see we do punish cops sometimes you know when they yeah. do wrong we do put cops in prison it happens you know but then they can right. let 95 percent of the rest of them that are getting away with all this crap you know like the ones we just watched in video you know yeah. and all that crap homeland security over right. a u-turn and a small amount of personal drugs you know victimless crime yeah that, all that violence that we just witnessed for that is right you guys you guys feel safer out there in arizona right because a little crack dealer is not on the streets in rock hill right like that makes you guys feel safer at home like 
Yeah, the FBI should totally be worried about that, right? You know? Right. But but seriously, though, like, why do we have so many other alphabet organizations? Like, we've got the Rock Hill Police yeah. Department, the York County Sheriff's Department. We have State Law Enforcement Division, or SLED. We have State Bureau of Investigations. We have the Federal Bureau of Investigations. We've got the Drug Enforcement Agency. We've got alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, if it was something about illegal guns. But Homeland Security? What, like... If that's not wasted tax dollars, then I don't know what the hell is. You're muted, Ed. You got the Crips, the Bloods, <laughs> MS-13, you know. Hey, the cops. <laughs> they're all operating in the same area. Right. What's the difference? Yeah. They're gangs. Yeah. 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 yeah the CIA are the Crips. The FBI is the Bloods. <laughs> Who's yeah. the try? The IRS could be Maratrucha Salvit. Sel yeah. 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 Well, I just wanted to get on and share that. I'm still at work, so I got to go do more worky things. But uh, if anybody's right. around the uh, Charlotte area, I'll be at Street Bar Takeover at Concord this weekend. If anybody's out there, um, you know, trying to pump the. Uh, libertarian for the rpm act and if anybody's not familiar with that they're they're trying to ban race cars they're trying to say that you can't take a registered vehicle and modify it in any way for performance and that's complete bullshit go to sema.com slash epa news i think and you can send a letter to your representatives we'll probably do nothing but nothing. at least you can try Right. Wouldn't that destroy Run What You Brung on Terminal Island? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it'd destroy anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. Even, hey, even the modifications that improve fuel mileage, you can't do that. What you got, Ed? Hey, Matt, the FBI gave me my phone back. <laughs> it's a very fine phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a car that I can string up nose down and then videotape it dropping on it. <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun. That would be. If insane. you were closer, I've got one for you, man. Well, he's looking for. A, he, we need a junkyard with a crane that'll take a couple hundred bucks to perform the action on video for us for a little video. You know. I, I bet what? you, if you brought a junk car in there, they'd do it for free. You could be like, "Hey, you and got have, half Fe a car? Don't Phoenix, pay me." Phoenix is full, yeah. Phoenix is full of places that have junkyards with cars smashed up and piled on top of each other. It wouldn't be nothing for one of them to take a couple hundred bucks just to grab one, pull it What's out that, here, uh, drop it on a phone, then pick it back up and put it back where it was. And be yeah, done. there's that, there's that little place right outside of Cayman, isn't it? Where it's like the, uh, we won't the even have to go that far set up yeah. for the movie cars. It looks really cool out in the desert. Though. I guess Phoenix is pretty cool too. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. That's where, uh, that's what I'm pretty sure. That's what Adam or Elijah told me when we were coming back from Vegas. I don't, Hmm. Interesting. Well, but regardless, I'll like I said, we don't have to go it. much more than Phoenix. So Phoenix right, has yeah. plenty of junkyards to choose from <laughs> yeah. the surrounding metropolis. All right, Matt, we'll let you get back to doing what you're doing. Uh, listen to Hair of the Dog once you're done working. Grab the mead. We've got some Vikings gathered. Skull! <laughs> skull. Oh, Skull. I did, I did, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with my Viking terminology. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I tried the best I could. Yeah, I know they burn boats when they die. Go out to sea. That's about it. Yeah, true that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, y'all have a good weekend. We'll see you next time around. All right, brother. Peace out. Have a good weekend.
Cool. I'm glad he stopped by. I'm going to go ahead and post the uh, link in the chat one more time in case anybody that has joined late that started watching later uh, didn't know how they could call in. You can copy and paste that link that just popped up in your newsfeed and put it into your browser and call in. And, uh, uh, and we got oh, the turbine guy backstage. All right. We could give him a few minutes to get ready. Uh, as yeah. he just popped in here. And move around. Let's see what we got. I wonder if we have any articles that we can talk about. Put Falcor back up. Okay. Yes. Reminder of the contest today, really quick. Caption this picture. Got my picture of my buddy Falcor right there. Uh, I need a good caption for it so I can turn it into a meme. Funny, wrong answers only, wrong right answers uh, as well. So not wrong answers. Where's that one I just saw? Make any sense? <laughs> wrong or there right answers? Just caption it. My caption for this pick would be, "Yeah, you want me to stop, but nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck stopping me. Yeah, he's he's definitely a trucker. He's definitely a trucker when he gets the moving." He's a little powerhouse, man. What's he weigh? A little stalker. What's that oh, dog I don't, know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've had him weighed. Last time I had him weighed, he was like 20-something, 25. For he's a little, little dog, he's For a little dog. dog, he's, yeah. He's meaty, man. Everybody loves him to death. It's so funny. You should have seen it. I took him through the mall the other day. Took him through the mall uh, a couple days ago, Chandler Mall, and it was actually pretty busy, man. Took us like an hour and a half just to walk from one end of the mall to the other because we kept getting stopped. What kind of dog is that? That looks like the dog from the never ending story. Oh my God. That's the cutest dog I've ever seen. Those are the three. I swear I'm going to do this one time and I'm going to take a video. I'm going to have like a video going right here. Just walk through the mall with Falcor so you can see how many people stop and go, Oh my God, what kind of dog is that? Oh my God, what kind of dog is that? That's the most asked question of my life anymore is what kind of dog is that? He's so unique. You know, I love him. That's why I love him. Anyways, enough enough navel gazing about the dog. You want to stay on with Turbine Guy, or do you want me to get to him? Uh, no, go ahead and let Jay do his thing. Okay, right on. What's up? How you doing, Jay? Hey, y'all. Pretty good. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Did you know that we were doing Jim versus the man today, not Adam? Yeah, yeah I got a message about that. So so I, I can relax and have a good time and not have to do so well and, and get wound up over it. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. We're totally, we're totally winging the whole show. I got articles that I just randomly pulled up this morning that I thought were interesting through my feeds. Yeah. So yeah, I agree they were. I, I agree they were. Awesome, appreciate it. Can can you think of anything to say about that? Uh, a caption for the contest for that doggy picture I put up. No, I, I'm thinking about it. You know, because basically he's looking at you like, where, where where's my T-bone? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much be my entry right there. Where's my bone? Or or where's the bone? Because my little buddy, he waited till I was done eating, and then that was the best time going outside for half an hour with that bone. Mm, yeah. Oh, he loves the bones too. Yeah, I got him a um, a uh, deer antler from oh, the cool. from the pet store. Yeah, that thing lasts forever, man. He's been he's. It's over there. I don't want to go off screen to grab it, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty small. It was like 30 bucks. You'd think, yeah. you know, for it's literally only about this big and it's pretty skinny. So I don't know, you know, it's it's one of the ends off of one of the antlers or something, but sure. it's so hard. He just goes to town on that thing and 
just knocks it out. I don't know. He loves that thing, and it's lasted him forever. So, well, you know, they always kind of find their favorite toys or choose, you know. And, and some there was once where we didn't realize he hurt his jaw and separated it a little. And I threw a brand new toy out there. He went running out there and grabbed it, and yelped, "Yep!" And it's like, "Geez!" And then we figure out he had an issue. Well, he'd never play with that toy again. Oh wow! Here, he, he figured yeah. that that's what hurt him. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh. I didn't even think about that. If he chews on that too hard to where he gets too into it and he could like hurt himself doing that. I always just assumed, you know, he's not going to hurt himself, <laughs> but yeah, I guess dogs, dogs might, they get a little excited, you know? Well, well, yeah, you, you never know what a dog, my, my neighbor dog got down on the beach to go after something he smelled and ended up with a, a fishing lure with two treble hooks in it in his mouth. Oh no. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we, we ended up, we ended up getting him to the vet and getting him taken care of. But man, if we weren't around, that dog would not have been long for this world. He was just going nuts over it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I want to get back to this this car thing that that you can't modify vehicles. I mean, I, I, I'm a mechanical engineer from the University of Minnesota, and, and my degree is oriented in power and propulsion. So I can go through the theory of how this stuff works. I can look at graphs and explain it and all kinds of stuff. And, and, and I just don't get it. You know, micromanaging a small percentage of the population in order to mask everything else is just ridiculous. And, and that's what's going on. You know, we all remember smog stations, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We still have them. And it's a complete... It's taxpayer money and complete waste of time. I, I, one of my instructors for my senior level mechanical and internal combustion engines class was talking about when he went in front of the, uh, the uh, Society of Automotive Engineers and gave a speech. And he went through a bunch of data and he basically explained to him that smog stations cost a lot of money, have very little return and hurt the people who need the vehicles the most and don't have the money the most. While, especially in a place like Minnesota, vehicle turnover is so high because of assaults and accidents or whatever, that improving the fleet has marked returns compared to going after individual little people. And that's exactly what they're doing here. It, it, what they're talking about is 100% ridiculous. You know, it's time science get back involved in things. And that, that's what drives me nuts. Because let's take the Chevy 350 I had in my 1973 Monte Carlo. That was 260 horse and had a quadrajet four barrel on it. I tell you, that was a fun car to drive. It lasted me about, geez, I I bought it at 70,000, I think, and it lasted me to maybe 110. And my 96 Chevy pickup truck, which I still own, I bought it a year old with 13,000 miles and now has... 205,000 miles on it. Same in Chevy uh, 350 with 260 horsepower. The difference is the quadruple four barrel versus fuel injection in 96. And that Monte Carlo got eight miles to the gallon, period. You know, worse, but it did not do well going across country. I, I, I remember filling up at a buck 35 a gallon and going nuts. But this 96 Chevy, 20 years later, 23 years later, it's 15 miles to the gallon, and it's a pickup truck. So it gets twice the mileage, not because of any government regulation and not because of any smog station or anything like that, but because of vehicle 
uh, improvement over the years. And the government likes to take credit for that, okay, by saying, oh, we set all these rules and, you know, efficiency and all this. That's all a smoke and mirrors game because the big car companies will make a few cars super efficient to make up for the other vehicles. Okay, they play their they play their way around this, and it's just numbers to them. Okay, but what's going to end up happening because of government regulations is that everything we drive is going to be a different size, shape, colored egg of some sort because that's the most aerodynamic, and you know you run out of ways to improve efficiency. We did a calculation with that Chevy 350, given standard octane gas or whatever it needed. And we found that theoretically, it can never get better than 35 miles to the gallon, period. So everything from that 35 miles uh, per gallon back is all losses in the engine and heat. Uh, uh, the tires of the road are, are, are the biggest friction right now. So everybody, you know, that's what we should really be improving is getting lift under vehicles while they're driving a little bit and have, having tires that don't have so much friction to the road, okay? So so there's things you can do, but this regulation and picking on small people like race car enthusiasts, you know, it's just going after, and I hate to say it this, it's a left going after the right is all it is, and playing games and say, hey, we got power to do this right now, so we're going to do it. And all it does is affect the people who can't afford it most. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. My, like most laws, that's exactly what it does. It, you lay it out perfectly, but in the end, that's what it boils down to. It's a law for poor people to keep them poor, to keep the rich richer and the poor poorer. Uh, you know, like I said, here here in the Valley, it's ridiculous. But in, in Maricopa County, actually... Not, just, not all of Arizona, but at least in Maricopa County that we have our smog stations and every two years you have to take your car in. And it, it's ridiculous because number one, if your check engine is light is on for something, you know, totally meaningless to the functionality of your car and the, and the emission output and everything like the oxygen sensor is bad or something or your, your uh, thermostat is you know messing with your whatever sticky or something anything that caught or just if your check engine light is on by mistake yeah. <laughs> because the stupid thing is just is on you fail you can't maybe, pass maybe, the emissions maybe, maybe you're not your allowed check, if your check engine light is on because the check engine light needs work right yeah because the check engine light glitched out or whatever who knows but the point is they it's it's so ridiculous and draconian because I keep thinking to myself, like, like uh, what was it? I don't remember what kind of vehicle it was, but it was a, uh, I think it was one of the garbage trucks or something. It was something right by the smog station. And I was like, they won't let this car in front of me. They failed because they had a check engine light because the lady was yelling and screaming because she needed to get her car registered. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's ruining her life because of this stupid technicality light. And this yeah. big ass government vehicle goes driving by, pumping black soot out of the fucking top of it. You know what I mean? And I, it was yeah. almost like I wish I had a camera going of this poor lady being told, no, your car is not worthy of the road because it's too poisonous and it'll damage the environment. And a government vehicle going around, crossing the background, pouring out more shit than her car would ever produce. You know what I mean? You know what I got to say about all of this? We're talking about these poor little people who can't afford to go get it fixed in the first place. I'll tell you what, why don't we not have another war? 
Why not ha not have another war game? Let's reduce flight ops for the military and other maneuvers, and then let's see how much we save, because those things don't have any pollution control limits on them, and they right. all do whatever the hell they want to do. I saw and, it on the carrier. We dumped and, the garbage right in the ocean. And the United States military is the number one polluter on the planet. There you as go. As far as I've heard. So. Quit, quit, quit picking on us, okay? Right. Leave us right. alone. Leave, right. You know, and th that's the one thing. Minnesota used to have smog stations. They don't anymore. So I'm glad they woke up. But I got a buddy in Massachusetts, and when he goes there, they make him paint the car if it's rusty. I mean, it's ridiculous what's that's going insane. on. Talk about how is that affecting the health, safety, or welfare of anybody? Yeah, that's insane. That's next level. Mike Freeman on YouTube here. He's got a question. Aren't they engineering cars to squat on the road? My tractor trailer only has wind speed of five miles per hour under it and six at 65 miles per hour. I understand why, but is there a better way to do it? Uh, good question. For a truck, no. You want to you want to get the truck down as low as you can, right? Because the, the less you have going under, the less turbulence is going to be created, and the better mileage you're going to have. And, and those things have such terrible mileage to start out with. A ten percent gain is a huge difference. Right. Okay, but when you're talking auto vehicles, especially when we get them controlled, nobody's driving anymore, and they're all being run by AI, and we're all going to be at the will of the computer. At all the computer, everybody else. What if somebody, what if someone has a bad computer? Boom. And then it takes out a lot of people. But anyways, when we're at the will of that, the, the most way to be efficient is to get most weight off the road you can while you're driving down the road. Okay. For, for Especially because trucks are not aerodynamic. They're doing everything they can to make them aerodynamic. Cars, come on now, you got to admit, since we were kids and everything was boxy and square, they sure have gone oval, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they've come a long way, man. I remember cars back in the day, the big boats and stuff, like a big Cadillac. Those things sway when you drive them. You know, they have so much weight, and they do, they throws that weight around, man. But they, now they, cars are so light, and I don't know. They, there was lighter nothing more anyway. fun. There was nothing more fun than driving that '73 uh, Monte Carlo cross country with the whole front half of the car was engine. Right, we had swivel bucket seats and a kick-ass stereo and all. My stereo was so good. Uh, I ended up when I got to the ship, it was at Hunter's Point in the secure area because they had hit a, hit the biggest rock off the Pacific uh, shelf there and put a gash in it. But they were fixing that and doing other stuff. But I was at the gas station jamming Van Halen. I, I had a homeboy come up and go, man, you got the bump. So I, I was pretty <laughs> proud of my stereo. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't had a good stereo. I've had stock stereos since forever. My stereo sounds all right, I guess, though. Back in the day when I was young, I invested in my stereo and I did my cross country. I remember one time I came cross country. Uh, I had bought, <laughs> don't ever do this. <laughs> don't ever do this. I was like 19. It was ridiculous. Uh, I bought a $500 car off of Craigslist from somebody because I needed to get to Arizona <laughs> and I was in Ohio. <laughs> I bought a $500 car and said let's go i got me a car i'm driving and it got to, it got to new mexico and it literally threw a rod pow spoke everywhere i was like oh shit. so don't ever buy a vehicle for 500 dollars and then attempt to cross the country in it but just so you know yeah uh, my, my first vehicle was 135 bucks so oh nice yeah i'll bet that was some time ago 
that, the, the, yep, that, that was a 69 Nova. I pro probably bought it 1980, I was two years old. <laughs> you bought it when I was just running around pissing off my mom. <laughs> well, needless to say, it didn't last the longest. <laughs> so, but I did. Back then, vehicles lasted how long? 70, 80,000 miles. If you got to 100,000 miles, it was a miracle. You know, when I bought my 96 truck, it, it, it came with a 100,000 mile warranty. Okay, they don't do that anymore because they can't afford it. But I got one truck with almost quarter million miles on 2007, 2,500. My other one's got 205 or more. Yeah. I mean, these, these things, if you take care of them, take care of them, don't abuse them, they'll last forever. Yeah. I mean, it's so different. My dad had a, uh, a carpet laying van that had 380,000 miles on it. It was his baby. Wow. He, he had that thing forever, loved it, used it, traveled in it, everything. Three hundred eighty thousand. Oh, he. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's been through uh, transmissions. You know what I mean? When a, when it needed his fourteen hundred dollar transmission, he put it in it. He didn't scrap it or nothing. You know, he he loved it. He loved that thing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We got to take care of him. Yeah, yeah. You take care of it, it'll take care of you. You know. Yeah. Uh, hey, on that McAfee thing, we we haven't even gotten there. You guys are probably pretty right about all that. I mean, come on now. Man. The, the, the timing they tried to use isn't going to fool anyone. But like I was saying earlier, who's surprised? They're doing everything on the open now. It, it is. Uh, I'm actually, I guess, to answer your question, I'm, I was a little bit surprised. Because, yeah, you're right, though. I've been pointing that out, that they're starting to do things way more in the open. Like something has changed recently with with – you know, uh, the beer bug or whatever, something major has changed more than just what we've noticed changing, like more than just the masks and all that, some kind of major power shift changed that we all didn't notice. And we're just now starting to feel all the effects of it. Like their shit being done out in the open. You know, I had asked uh, Ed earlier, what do you think about the, uh, the McAfee situation? Do you think that they are just, I guess he kind of answered it already, but do you think it's more that they are just that bold that they didn't give a shit that he had gotten the warning tattoo and everything? Do you think they were like, uh, do you think they overlooked it? Like, do you think they didn't even realize that he had warned people that he might be suicided? You know what I mean? Do you think um, they understand what they did, the, the gravity of what they did? You know, you got to think back to Bill Clinton and plausible deniability. Okay, that, that's, that's where all this stuff started years ago. And, and they've really worked it well into an art. And I, I don't think they cared at all about what he might have said or tweeted or anything. They felt they already painted him as a kook and, and that he was going to go down that way and that he was a criminal. And they figured they had that done. So then they were just waiting for, for the first plausible opportunity to do it. And this was the first plausible where you could say, okay, well, uh, you know, he lost, so too bad, and there you go. Yeah, 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 That that's what I think. Adam pointed that out yesterday, too, I think it was. He was saying that they think, they think that that's a good enough excuse, meaning, oh, if we do it right when he found out he's going to be extradited to the United States, then people will assume that he was doing it out of fear of not wanting to be extradited to the United States, you know, which is, exactly. as Adam pointed out, complete bullshit. He looked forward to making that public, 
display in court and everything if it came to that you know what i mean he was he was ready and he loved his life man no i absolutely understand that because that's exactly how i am that's that's why i faced four criminal convictions in this city and never been convicted you know i i got off twice not guilty and my, my wife got off once for a lack of probable cause herself but then all, all these other lawsuits that have come at us our neighbor sues us we buy their house you know, or Orno bans wind turbines. We sue Orno and get it overturned. Now we're in federal court. We just went through a motion to dismiss where, for some reason, I'm the bad guy again. One more time, everything's my fault. And if I would just learn how to get along and I would follow the rules, then everything would be okay. But but the problem is, you know, when you only tell half the story, like, like I heard in court, you know, they're like, oh, there's been all these lawsuits with the Nygaards all these years. Yeah, uh, don't forget to put in that the Nygaard to beat you on too, okay? It's not all been one-sided. But but when all this is going on and it's all his fault, you got to sit there and you got to wonder. It, 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 this is what's always bugged me. I'm Joe Blow. I own a property. I'm no different than anybody else in, in the country, supposedly, according to the courts. So if I'm going to be a little nefarious with my legal things, well, that's the way it is. It's up to the courts to figure that out and make the right decision. But why is it? that the government has no honor? Why is it I'm the only one acting honorable when it comes time to going to court? Why do I have to go to court and listen to lie after lie after lie and then listen to this idiot lawyer say at the end, well, we all know Mr. Nygaard was thinking blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what, Mr. Dumbass Lawyer? You don't know what the hell I'm thinking and I'm tired of you telling me what I'm thinking and I'm tired, tired of you telling that to the court. There was one other time when he read supposedly these terrible Facebook posts I made and, and he added his own words on the end that said, and want him killed or something. I'm like, what do you mean? Where did I say I wanted anyone killed? Yet he's here saying to the judge, being nefarious, being underhanded, and he's a government and he's supposed to be honorable. Whatever happened to our government being the honorable one instead of not? And that's what you're seeing going on on the big stage, too, with McAfee and everything else, that they have no shame. As long as they think that they have a legitimate reason for whatever it is they're going to do, and they can make out the story to go out to their media, that way, then they don't care. They're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get away with it because they're, yeah. they have a lot invested in it, and they're extremely good at it, unfortunately. Well, why not? They've got all the power going right now. I mean, they're so power hungry. This is what really bugs me. Ooh, why doesn't the government understand the power rests in the people? The power does not rest in some guy sitting up at City Hall there trying to tell me I need a dumbass lip on my driveway or he's not going to issue a permit, even though there's no ordinance, no nothing. I keep saying, show me where you have the authority. He, 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 I found an email, and that's what the prosecution is about, where he says, the Nygaards have been arguing with me for the last six weeks over requirements. Well, of course, because you right. can't force me to do what you because can't. Because you're right, right. No, no, he's been arguing with you because exactly. you're the one that's in the right, and he's trying to argue some other nonsense. So he's, he's the just one trying arguing to argue, with you. He's just trying to argue that he's in charge. Look, we're right. the city. We get to do what we want because we're the city. We beat you in court before. We'll do it again and blah. Boom. And you get them to stamp it and off they go. And then they don't tell the truth. And that's why I said to the prosecutor who ended up in the back room, 
he said this whole little story about how bad I was and why we're being prosecuted. And I looked at him and I said, you know, unfortunately, the people up at the city don't always tell the truth. And he looked at me like I was some kind of alien, right? And, and, and he was he looked at me and said, well, I guess I'm going to have to get used to you, Mr. Nygaard. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, I'm not going to tell you my opinion. I'm like, you just told me your opinion. I want you to explain right. it. And he never, he never explained it. But from then on, you know, he was all adversarial and all this and that. And he got his ass whooped. Like I said, city people don't always tell the truth. They're people. Why? Because you're with government, supposedly somehow you're honorable when, when actually it's the other these days. Time for yeah. that to switch. Time for me to be a little nefarious and them to be honorable. Yeah, well, good luck with that. I don't suggest you being nefarious per se, but you're definitely right that we need to continue to demand that they start being honorable, which good luck with that. Cause I think it boils down to the, to the old adage, uh, you know, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we experience here. And I think also all the local governments and County governments and city and state governments are all emboldened by the backing of the federal government. And I think that if we were to, uh, get rid of the top of the food chain there, it would be a lot easier for the people in their local estates or local cities, counties, et cetera, to, to hold, to demand that of their elected officials. You know what I mean? It'd be a lot easier. I mean, I like to think, I don't know. I, you know, well, it's, it's time to get some honest citizen review boards. going. You know, when you, when you make a complaint about the cops in Minnesota, it goes to something called the post board. Okay, and that's a bunch of cops who look at it and if they think it might have any kind of merit, then, then they send it to the police department that you're complaining about to investigate themselves. Right, right. I mean, yeah. come on. They just, denied, they just denied a civilian review board here in Phoenix, and their argument is literally because they don't want a bunch of people that aren't cops making judgments of cops. Like, they can't understand the situation from a cop's perspective. That's but the that's whole not fucking how point. Boards go. That, that's not <laughs> you know? Boards, go. boards right. have a combination. They have some police and they actually have some civilians. It's not the mafia watching the mafia going, hey, nothing not to supposed see here. And that, that happened when my wife complained that she had been criminally charged with no evidence, no investigation. She had nothing to do with it. She complained to the post board. They sent it to the local uh, deputy chief who called and talked and, and then sent a thing saying, well, we see nothing wrong here. So we sent another complaint to the post board going, what the hell are you doing? You can't send it to the same police department. Of course, you got to send it somewhere else. So they took her second complaint and sent it back to the Orono police department again. It, it, it's like, come on, same thing with it's lawyer criminal. boards. The, the only time a lawyer board ever takes action is if there's money involved. Being dishonorable as a lawyer is just... Boy, you get to be dishonorable if you want to be when you're a lawyer. There's no accountability for lying in court unless a judge gets angry. But judges don't get angry at lawyers these days. They're all buddies and friends. So there's my probably 88 cents worth because I went way past two cents a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But you're right. So And it needs to be said. So I'm, I'm glad you're here to say it, man. I appreciate that. Uh, healthy disrespect for authority on YouTube says Biden wants us to go green. Let's recycle every single politician. I love that <laughs> idea. Recycle them out for libertarians and then we're good to go. You know, the right libertarians. 
Second domino on YouTube. Americans are too hypocritical to save or do anything with. I sat, break the country up. I say break the country up into sections. Uh, I mean, they kind of already are for one, but you know, they're already broke up into state sections. Like I said earlier, if yeah. we got rid of the federal government. Uh, I mean, it's not like I'm saying anything new. We can switch it right back over to Adam versus the man and tell his whole platform of abolishing the federal government and going through the process. That's what we do. And we come up with the individual states and the uh, sovereign native land, et cetera. That plan to me is I, I can't stress it enough because it's still to me just makes the most sense. You get rid of the entire federal government. It's only it only makes up three percent of the entire all the governments across the city, state, and county, and all that. <clears throat> You're only talking about getting rid of the very, very, very top. You know, so get rid of the entire federal government, all the three-letter agencies, and hand all of their powers and delegations to the states themselves. And I feel like it'll be a lot easier, like I said, for the people to hold their state officials accountable without the backing of the big bad fed, you know? Yeah, well, that definitely wouldn't hurt. You know, how about looking at reducing the scope of the federal government? You know, I realize the size would have to be a little larger because there's people, more people, a lot more people now, but, but pick a place in history, probably before the civil war and how the federal government operated in that manner and reduce the government in scope to that because they, they, they really didn't have it set up fairly well because there are certain things you need to provide a national thing for, you know, because there's no way some places. Right. But, but, the, but we, once, once the system is changed and we have an organization that's going to provide nationally something, we're not yeah. going to call them the federal government. It's no, God, no. It's going to be an organization that provides something. It's just going to be a service provider of yeah. some kind. It's not going to be a federal government. So, yeah, we obviously we do need some national systems, you know, to, to help the states work together and trade and et cetera and open and so people can travel throughout it and everything. But, yeah, like I said, I don't think we would call it federal government. We would we would find a better name, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need a whole new name for this because the, the, the government completely seems to have forgotten that that they don't have a job that isn't for everybody else. OK, right. and they keep creeping their job bigger, better and longer and stronger. It just keeps growing. You know, I said this recently when I grew up in Minnesota, it was 3M, it was Honeywell, it was General Mills. They were all the largest employers in the state of Minnesota. Now it's a government, state government, federal government, local governments. So, you know, before a lot of city councils used to be volunteer. Now you've got so, so many full-time positions and, you know, they're paid and all. It's just, it's changed so much and it's so overwhelming and there's so much government. But man, where the hell do you start? Yeah, 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 you're right. Unfortunately, it seems like a lot of local uh, local governments have realized hey this is actually the greatest scam on the planet we can oh, line our pockets like a motherfucker we can get so rich right now we can extort all these people in the city and they'll 
think we're the good guys. I mean, it's like the most genius scheme ever. And when a, a, a group of people that have that ethical, you know, point of view, I guess, that don't mind doing that, that don't mind making money, screwing other people, killing people, damaging the environment more than, than any of us could disgusting. by, by so dropping bomb so after can... bomb after bomb, blowing things up, starting fires with mattresses and all kinds of shit, polluting everything everywhere so bad, just in the name of peace, which, which is the anti-peace. It's completely the anti-peace. You know, I'm going to go back to what I said. Like I'm going to sign off for today. Maybe it's time to stop a war. Maybe it's time to have fewer war games. You know what? Maybe it's time to quit posturing. You know, I, I don't see Russia and China having war games in the Gulf Coast. But for some reason now, we're going over to the Black Sea and having them, you know, kind of invading their space. You know what? Let's try backing off. Let's try approaching just like, uh, was it Teddy Roosevelt? Walk softly and have a big stick. Unfortunately, right now, it seems to be thump loudly and slam, use your big stick. There you go. There's my guy signing off. All right, brother. Good to see you, man. Thanks for coming on. That was awesome. That's a good talk, as always, uh, Mr. Nygaard. Just a reminder, he runs the uh, website. Clicky, clickety, clickety. I got so many buttons. GoGreenEnergyOnline.com. That's the Turbine Guys website. You can... Uh, get a hold of him through there if you need to that's the best website we send people to for self-sustained living solar power micro wind power if you got anything to say to him about what he said right here you can find him through that website right there it's awesome so we'll be talking about that one more time at the end of the show uh so let's see ed do we have any more contest entries for the picture let me pull the picture back up one more time before we bring ed back up this is our contest picture and uh, captioning it. The picture is the contest today. So let's see, Ed. Ed, we got any other contest entries? Yeah, we got a couple of them in there. Uh, you know, it's kind of sad that there was a comment put up that kind of deserves to go on there. It said, if they can do this to McAfee, Imagine what they're going to do to us. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's like, it, it hit me. It really did. You know, and putting it putting it underneath that dog with this uh, happy and ha, 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 you know, it's just seemed yeah, appropriate. That yeah, that would have been bad. I was trying to find that. Uh, yeah, you're right. What do you think they would do to us, man? You never know. It's if you if you talk too loudly, if you get enough people following you, if you're making enough of a change, that's when they come after you. That's what I think. In China, it is said the nail that sticks up is the one that gets hammered down. Yeah, true that. Here we go. Healthy disrespect for authority on YouTube captions the picture. Dude, cut the grass, it tickles my belly. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It does look like it would be tickling his belly, and that would cause him to make that happy expression. That's yeah, funny. his legs just show so short. It's just, just about the right eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's a pretty good one. That seems like uh, what I can't. You got to have you been writing them down? I can't remember what the ones were earlier. 
Um, no, I wasn't really writing any of them down this time. I was throwing them up as they were coming through. I mean, a couple of them. Mostly it was how cute Falkor is. I mean, you can't really differentiate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that, true that. Oh, we got another one from Ant Comment Contest. Don't mind me. I'm just here for freedom and take your bitches. <laughs> and to take your bitches. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I should get something with him. I should get a little shirt or something that says Falcor Freedom or something like that. All the best comments have been coming from our regular members anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. We got no uh, no, no new guessers, but that's all right. What are you going to do? Hey, man, you've been doing a great show. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Thanks. Yeah, having a good time sitting back here watching all this and everything. Cool. Well, let's Very see. I can, you know it. what? The show's so crazy, dude. This is the crazy thing about running a live show. I can't even literally remember most of the links that I have. I'm looking at these links going, geez, I don't even remember what I pulled up there before the show. Like, I pulled so many links up, and I was like, I'll just go through them. So I'm just going to go through them start one at by the bottom. one. Yeah, I'm going to start on my left on my tabs, and we're going to go through the right and see how many we can cover in the next uh, – 15 minutes or so so kevin lewis has a good one uh let's see where did he say look for kevin lewis later on folks gotta go but here's here's one for the dog run it's the feds <laughs> run it's the feds That's hide nice. your phones that might that might work for this one or well it wouldn't be run but right here the feds can't see me i'm hidden <laughs> No, the 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 one where he's in midair. That one. Oh yeah, there you go. Run, yeah, it's the feds. Run, it's the feds. That one would work for that one. Yep. Okay. So so Kevin Lewis can win for commenting this picture right here. We'll call it that. You can screenshot that. Well, I don't. Yeah. All right, Kevin, you're in. Kevin's in, unless somebody else comes up with something better. Until uh, until time. Let me go back to the regular picture. Okay, all right. We'll check in with you one more time toward the end there, Ed. I'm gonna see what I can do with these uh, with these links. You got it. Okay, here we go, people. I'm not even gonna look at the link first. We're just gonna click on it. What was the first one about China? And oh yeah, oh this is crazy. I remember it already. China wants to up the ante on the space race with a sky ladder to Mars that can beam humans and cargo up in a capsule there's some good news freaky friday type crazy shit that's it's very interesting the article itself as you can see goes on to say china's turning up the heat on its space race with the u.s the head of the head of the country's top rocket manufacturing company said china will send a crew to mars by 2033 so by 2033 they're gonna send a crew to mars regular style and also in the works is a sky ladder that can shoot humans and can shoot humans and cargo into space in a capsule. Definitely very interesting, and we'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, in the article, it says, uh, well, there was, I'll just stop that page because there was a link in that article to another article that we're going to go to, and it's only a minute long. So I want to, I haven't even watched it yet, but we're going to watch it together. Uh, there it goes. Uh, minute Young, it's a link of how this sky ladder would theoretically work. So the Skyladder delivery system. Why is this loading? Okay, that's embarrassing. How embarrassing is it? 
Okay, screw that story. You can see uh, you can see that. I'll put it. I'll put a link to that in the show notes <laughs> at t.me forward slash Adam versus the man. That's the public Telegram channel where we usually put all of the notes. Uh, I've been keeping my links up here, so I won't. I'll I'll put the link for that in the show notes. And I don't know why it was buffering, but let's go back to the beginning. Okay, all right. Let's try it one more time, and I'll bet you it doesn't buffer this time. It'll be awesome. We can see how this sky ladder thing is supposed to work. So it'd be in the middle of the ocean. That's scary enough. That's got, they're not going to have, they're not going to have a nanotube ladder that goes through space. I'm just going to stop it. I'm sorry. I even showed you this because this is so Jetsons. Are you serious? You're going to have a, 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 a ladder that physically connects from earth to Mars. No, you're not. I'm sorry that I even brought that up. That's a crazy idea, though, uh, to the moon or something. I thought I said beam them up. I thought they were talking about quantum physics, and I thought they were, you know. But, hey, moving on. Next article in the line. It's still interesting. It's still cool for a good news Friday. But, oh, my links aren't even. Give me two seconds here. Five, four, uh, more than two. See, because sometimes when I'm talking, the links get. Uh, there we go. The links get ads put on them and i have to click the link arizona legislator historic income tax cut passes house adjourns without taking up education bills i just wanted to point that out seems a little bit silly they passed a tax cut pass which will no doubt uh not change anything about my life or your life or anybody we know but it'll help some rich people or something and the educational bill that all the people we're saying that they wanted them to be sure to handle that. That's the one that they decided to ignore. So that's what I wanted to point out about that story is how that's just how they do things. What the people want us to work on this bill. We'll go ahead and pass this one that will actually only help us rich people. And we'll go ahead and ignore the one that the people wanted us to talk about. That's just how it works. Not that the education bill would have done anything too fantastic against the indoctrination centers anyways. But, you know, anyways. Uh, this one I wanted to make sure to get in, and I'm glad that I got to it before it turns out. City of Chandler, that's a local area, uh, local to my area, uh, the city of Chandler is. They will pay the parents of Anthony Kano, Kano, I can't, I'm not sure which one's proper, I'm so sorry, I should already, 1.125 million after teen was shot in the back. Now, I know about this uh, Anthony situation because of people like Tempe against police violence. That's a YouTube channel of a local guy here uh, that I follow closely. And he has been organizing protests for, uh, he, he does a lot of organizing of protests for people that uh, get shot by police or he joins the protests or he's always there and he always covers them with his YouTube channels as do a lot of the other uh, auditors and cop watchers in the area. And this one, uh, I hate, that, uh, that that happened to Anthony, and I don't think that the officer has been... That this is what even pisses me off even more. The officer isn't being held accountable, but the family's getting paid. So it's, a, it's an admission that wrong was done, you know, but... And a kid was shot in the back. I mean, how do you not... I don't know. It's... A, it's is, I don't even know. I should have read more about that before I did it, but I just wanted to pull that up and uh, point out that 
the family of Anthony gets 1.125 million <clears throat> after that. Uh, next, okay, let's see. I keep looking at the time here because I'm not sure. Uh, this one I thought was funny and hilarious. Uh, college applications pour in because of optional ACT, SAT scores amid COVID-19. <laughs> so uh, Melanie, er, uh, I don't want to butcher this name, but I'm going to anyways. Melody Urgilis considered Johns Hopkins University. I've heard of that school, but, you know, it's just always been one of those. That's one of those fancy schools that I would probably never go to. Uh, a reach school. The first generation of Latina student from Sleepy Hollow High, 25 miles outside Manhattan, wasn't sure she'd get in, considering John Hopkins accepts just 11% of applicants. But when the selective university announced it was going to test optional and wouldn't require SAT or ACT scores for applicants, Urgilis, or got it's either Urgiles or Urgilis, depending on her nationality, I'm not sure. Uh, decided she'd take a chance and she was far from the only one. So they're, they're saying test optional. So like if you took an ACT or an SAT test, it's now optional to get into John Hopkins. And they're saying, I, it doesn't say, let's keep reading for a minute. Uh, clicking, doing this by yourself is kind of difficult. College applicants soared. 2021 school year, thousands of students took advantage of the relaxed test score policies during COVID-19 American. See, I'm trying to find out why COVID-19 has anything to do with them taking test scores to let you in the school. That's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, applications jumped at least 11%, including public, private, selective universities. That's according to the Common App, which provides a one-size-fits-all application to more than 900 colleges and universities. At selective schools where the acceptance rate is typically less than 50%, the spike was largest. Applications increased by an average of 21%. Okay, but why? The silver lining of COVID is that many of these selective institutions had historically diverse application pools, said the CEO of Common App, Jenny Rickard. The pandemic underscored the importance of value of higher education. People who were able to work from home or keep their jobs for the most part had college education. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I would be curious to see my SAT score if I could have taken it, or Giles said. But at the same time, I don't think students should be confined to what a standardized test said. See, I mean, that's interesting because, yeah, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm taking the side of like, yeah, we need to require testing, severe testing to, before you let people into college. I'm more pointing it up as a, pointing it out that it's, it's ridiculous. The mandates and the SATs, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. I guess I've never taken one. I've never tried to get into college. So maybe I'm speaking from ignorance here, but from a position of ignorance, what most people assume is that uh, it's just a way to make sure that only some people, certain groups of people make it to their special colleges and get uh, special access to all their special toys and fun times, you know. That's the most layman way I can put it, I think. So anyways, uh, we got uh, only five minutes left in the show. I'm going to go ahead and pull up our co-hosts again to see if we have any other announcements of any kind. And then I'll do a few uh, closing promos and uh, 
Uh, oh, connects to a station in orbit. Turbine guy said, thank you for that in private chat, that space story we covered. He's saying that that ladder, it still seems crazy that, that it would, that it would be that long of a ladder, a physical thing all the way out. in. I had it. actually, I saw years ago in, it was either a popular science, popular mechanics, one of those actual magazine that you opened up and looked at pages. Okay. Years ago, I remember seeing where they were proposing that exact same thing. And it was a big station in geosynchronous orbit that they had sent enough stuff up and built it and built it and built it and built it to where it was hanging down pretty big up there. And then they were going to attach it down there and make a way to go up and down to it. And they said that not only that, but they would be able to move it around just slightly in geosynchronous orbit so they could put it over different portions of the planet. It was a very venturous thing, but it was doable from what I could tell, you know, it was doable back then. So I'm sure it's even more doable now. I'll say, I'll say this, I'll say this, my last thought on the technology uh, aspect, had we listened to the late great Jacques Fresco, we would have all these things by now, I think. That guy was a genius. He was a beautiful designer. I love looking at his model cities that he's he's built and 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 promotes. You know what I mean? If I don't know if you know much about him, but he's he's a he's a great mind. And if we had if we had run the world like he like if he was president fifty years ago, man, we'd be we would be the freaking Jetsons right now, straight up, dude. That guy is Jacques Fresco, J A Q U E, I believe is how you spell his first name. Maybe that's right. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, our time's running short. So you got anything else? You got anything nope, to add? That's Who's it. Winner today? Kevin Lewis is our winner for today. And I'm out here. Awesome. Appreciate it, Dan. Thanks. Okay. So for closing promos, hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. T.me forward slash Adam versus the man. Like I said, I'll put these uh, dozen links in there for you so you can look up uh, more of that cool space ladder if you want to and watch the video on your own speed without buffering. Uh, patreon.com forward slash adam versus the man that's a uh that's how you can support the show one five ten or fifty dollars a month ten dollars a month to get you access to the private producers club we have a lot of fun in there uh we talk a lot of crap you once you're in the private producers club you can actually by default sort of get access to what we call our bullshitters anonymous chat uh which a lot of fun happens in there too as you can possibly imagine by the name so definitely you want to get involved it's worth checking out patreon.com forward slash adam versus man get involved uh homefrontbattlebuddies.com please give that website a, uh, a view and uh check it out and give us your opinions on it so we can so we can get some feedback i want to hear about improvements hear about things you like uh i can't wait to keep promoting it so homefrontbattlebuddies.com definitely give it a check and give it a visit instagram at the garden of freedom that's how you can find all the pictures and videos of everything going up there in Gardenio with Adam up there. So if you're on Instagram, type in at the Garden of Freedom. Make sure you click follow and all that jazz so that you'll get notifications for the new stuff he posts. TheCrypto6.com, those guys can still use your help. Uh, you can write to the people still in cages and donate through the QR codes that you'll see on the screen there. TheCrypto6.com. And lastly... Oh, Ed Vallejo, great show. It's Jim Freedom. Oh, James Freeman. James Freeman's in the house. What's going on, brother? Thanks for visiting. You're right here at the end of the show. I'm going to talk to you and try to get you on uh, 
on another show. But, but my last promo I got to do, gogreenenergyonline.com. Uh, our guest today, the turbine guy, Mr. Nygaard, runs that website. He tells you all about uh, micro power, micro wind. James Freeman got me blustered now. Uh, well, anyways, uh, gogreenenergyonline.com. The best for do-it-yourselfers that want to learn about solar power, micro wind power, zero energy homes. You can go off-grid even in the city if, you, if you're educated enough. So gogreenenergyonline.com is the best website for you. So definitely give that a check out. Uh, thanks to everybody for watching our show's just about at two hours. That's how long we watch it. I really appreciate y'all being here. And, uh, Adam will be back on Monday with our regular COVID block and everything. And hopefully we have some good guests. So thanks for joining. Peace and love y'all choose happiness and be excellent to each other.